Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Leader who recently made history announces she won't run again, but she's likely not done with politics. Strong reaction on Capitol Hill to Fox News host Tucker Carlson showing video footage of some calmer moments of January 6th. We'll talk to CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Two Americans are dead and two others are now back in the U.S. after getting kidnapped in Mexico. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has the latest. A relative says the four Americans had traveled together from South Carolina, so one of them could have cosmetic surgery just south of the border. Shortly after entering Mexico, their minivan was caught in a shootout between rival cartels. Here at the White House, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre sent the president's condolences to the families of the two Americans who died. She also noted that part of Mexico is under a level four State Department advisory, warning Americans not to travel there. Folks need to be really careful. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Five women in Texas who say they were denied abortions when their pregnancies endangered their lives are now suing the state over its abortion ban. Nancy Northrup is with the Center for Reproductive Rights. It is the first lawsuit in which individual women have sued a state for the harm that they endured because abortion care has been criminalized in the wake of Roe's reversal. Critics say the Texas law is creating confusion among doctors who are turning people away with any complications because they're afraid of going to jail. The Justice Department's filed an antitrust lawsuit that could block JetBlue from merging with Spirit Airlines. Attorney General Merrick Garland. By acquiring Spirit, JetBlue will eliminate the largest ultra-low-cost carrier in the United States. The merger would create the fifth largest carrier in the country. Garland says that could result in higher fares and fewer choices for travelers. While many Californians still don't have power and are running out of supplies following record snowfall, but now they have to get ready for rain. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. This is not a garden variety storm. Chris Matarochia is with the National Weather Service. The massive front is being categorized as an atmospheric river, likely to drop large amounts of rain. The big concern concern is that it will melt the snow and lead to dangerous flooding. This is something, again, that will bring impacts to daily life never experienced before. The heaviest rains are expected at the end of the week. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Stocks on Wall Street dropped after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell warned today that it could increase interest rates again this month if inflation stays high. Financial analyst Ryan Payne. What was not anticipated was the more hawkish comments, meaning they may have to raise interest rates even more that's been anticipated and the market was not expecting that. The Dow fell about 575 points, the S&P lost 62, and the Nasdaq dropped over 145 points. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
It is 6.03 on this Tuesday, March 7th, getting cloudier and colder. The wind's going to make it feel like we're in the mid-20s tonight. Good evening. I'm Shana Stulen. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour is new. A D.C. police sergeant is charged with killing a man and violating the victim's civil rights after that man tried to drive away when police woke him up inside his running car in Northeast. Our story from WTOP's Megan Clardick. In August of 2021, a group of D.C. police officers walked up to a running car, wondering about the state of the driver. Body camera video shows they found 27-year-old Antoine Gilmore sleeping in the driver's seat with a gun in his waistband. After tapping on the window and waking him up, Gilmore tried to drive the car forward, and D.C. Police Sergeant Ennis Jevrick shot him 10 times. Shortly after the shooting, Chief Robert Conti said the incident went against department policies. In a federal indictment charging the 41-year-old with second-degree murder and a federal civil rights violation, a grand jury contends Jevrick willfully deprived Gilmore the right to be free from the use of excessive force. Jevrick has been on administrative leave since the shooting. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. An 18-year-old student from Wise High School in Prince George's County has died in a serious car crash. There's pieces and parts of the car scattered all over the street. It's a white BMW that's completely demolished after smashing into a landscaping truck that was parked along Ritchie Marlboro Road in Upper Marlboro. Acting Deputy Chief Anthony Klein with Prince George's County Police. Officers, once they got on scene, they identified an 18-year-old female deceased. She had been sitting in the passenger seat of the car. An 18-year-old man who was driving was injured. Both of them attended Wise High School, which is located near the crash scene. The cause of the crash is still being investigated. In Upper Marlboro, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A double shooting in Montgomery County has led to several schools being placed on lockdown. That happened for a while this afternoon. It's over. But WTOP's Mike Marillo has more about what happened. It was around 12.30 when bullets started to fly on Lake Landing Road near Montgomery Village Road. Two people were hurt and the shooter ran off. Officers arrived and found two males of an unknown age suffering from non-life-threatening gunshot wounds. Sheriff Goff with Montgomery County Police says as a search for the shooter, the Montgomery County Public School System made the call to have everyone shelter in place at five area schools. That has since been lifted. While not giving the ages of any of the people involved in the shooting, Goff says the accused shooter, who was a male, was found and arrested. This was an incident contained between the individuals involved. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And the two people shot are expected to be okay. A big development in local politics today. Virginia delegate Eileen Filler-Korn will not be seeking re-election this fall. She is the first woman and first Jewish person to serve as Speaker of Virginia's House of Delegates. It comes about a year after she lost her position as House Democratic leader. Filler-Korn won her seat first for Fairfax County back in 2010. She now joins a wave of lawmakers, many of them Democrats, who have recently announced retirements. University of Mary Washington political scientist Stephen Farnsworth joined just about a half hour ago here on WTOP. He says we're seeing lots of political retirements because districts have been redrawn. And so it's an easy decision if you're thinking about retiring within the next few years to choose to retire now because of the fact that you're going to be having to introduce yourself to a significant number of new voters. By the way, in an interview with the Washington Post, Filler Korn says in order to move things forward for Virginia Democrats, she has to leave the House of Delegates. She also acknowledged dying a run for governor in 2025. It is coming up on two years since Washington football legend Sam Huff died at the age of 87. Now you can get a never-before-seen look into his life 
and career. Sam Huff was a coal miner's son from West Virginia. Sam Huff's letterman jacket from West Virginia University is just one of 230 items that his estate is putting up for auction on Friday. Quarterbacks find Red Dog and Sam Huff the toughest in the league. Items include helmets he wore for Washington, autographed footballs, and his personalized ring from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You can see the items up for auction at WTLP.com. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Okay, coming up after traffic and weather. One of our airports is among the most expensive. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, let's check in with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, there are no major crashes to speak of. Volume delays persist on the Beltway in Virginia. Interloop from Tyson's across the Legion Bridge. Outer loop from Van Dorn Street to the Wilson Bridge. 66 westbound from the Beltway to 123 and 28 into Manassas on 395. Southbound from the tunnels toward the 14th Street Bridge and the Pentagon to Glebe Road. 95 in Route 1 from Lorton to Woodbridge. Leaving southeast D.C. on I-295. Southbound from Suitland Parkway to the Beltway and on DC 295 northbound into northeast and in Maryland on the Beltway both ways through Silver Spring and College Park and 270 northbound audit off from 28 in Rockville toward Middlebrook Road in Germantown. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, no crashes, just heavy traffic near Powder Mill Road and Fort Meade. Still windy at the Bay Bridge, no two-way traffic. Eastbound traffic is slow near Sandy Point. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from visit fitzmall.com transparency you can trust dave doldine wtop traffic Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper has a look at our forecast. Strong winds out there on this Tuesday evening, gusting up to 30, even 35 miles an hour. We'll stay breezy overnight tonight, and with clear skies, our temperatures, well, they cool off nicely. We're in the 40s throughout the evening hours, with overnight lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s. After a cold start tomorrow morning, a cool day overall, with highs in the upper 40s to low 50s and blustery winds once again especially during the morning hours on into the midday hours the winds will subside somewhat later in the day tomorrow thursday looking like a really nice day with highs in the low to mid 50s rain moves in later in the day on friday and ends saturday morning with a chance for some wet conversational snow I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. As the sun goes down, the temperatures start to drop a bit. We're at 50 at Fort Belvoir, 51 in Silver Spring, 51 in downtown D.C., and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour, and we've got Jeff Claybaugh. Fed Chair Jerome Powell sent the market sharply low after testifying on Capitol Hill this morning. Interest rates will be higher than the markets are anticipating and last longer. The Dow lost 575 points. The S&P 500 down 62. The Nasdaq finished the day down 145 points. JetBlue's $3.8 billion acquisition of Spirit won't just fly past regulators. The Department of Justice sued to block the deal today, citing anti-competitive concerns. Dulles ranked last year as the third most expensive U.S. airport based on average airfares. Dulles fares are skewed by more expensive international flights. The most expensive airport is Anchorage. The least expensive is Fort Lauderdale. Smartphone sales have slowed. Apple's returning to a frequent trick to keep buyers interested in current models, adding a new color. It's debuted a yellow iPhone 14. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. 
Money News brought to you by Mantech. National security is their mission. At Mantech, they're securing the future and they're hiring. Learn more at Mantech.com. Coming up on WTOP, Capitol Police Chief Thomas Manger is among those verbally blasting Fox News host Tucker Carlson over a big controversy. We'll talk about why with CBS Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarlane, 611. Have you heard about sedation dentistry? Today, Deborah Feinstein talks with three dentists to learn more about what dental anesthesia is, who can benefit from it, and where to go for treatment. Are you afraid of going to the dentist? Well, if so, you're not alone. Dental phobia is real. So today we're examining dental anesthesia. We're joined by three partners from Nova Dental Anesthesia in Burke, Virginia. They are Dr. Wassam Ali, Dr. Rafil Ali, and Dr. Yasmin Rasul. Dr. Rasul, as important as oral care is, there are still people who won't go to the dentist. Besides everyone's busy schedule, there are a number of reasons people avoid going to the dentist. Difficulty getting numb, severe gag reflex, dental anxiety and phobia. And then some of their dental conditions can worsen, and that can lead to individuals who need extensive treatment. And are there different types of sedation? So anesthesia falls on a spectrum from mild to moderate to deep in general anesthesia. Uh, most commonly used sedation in Dental practice is uh, nitrous, also known as laughing gas. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also oral uh, sedation, which are uh, little pills that they can can take before the dental procedure. We also have deep sedation and general anesthesia. We can do this for longer procedures, extensive dental treatments, patients who um, are allergic to local anesthetic, patients or dental treatment that requires a a secured airway. What makes your practice and your office different than some of the others? We believe that everybody, regardless of their trauma, medical condition, should receive high-quality dental care. And with our facility, we assure patients safety and comfort every day. To learn more, visit novadentalanesthesia.com. Or visit WTOP.com and search Top Health. Coming up here on WTOP, Lamar Jackson remains a raven, but under some fascinating circumstances. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Here's Brandon Gullah, the vice president and chief technology officer of Rancher Government Solutions on Federal Insights, securing the software supply chain sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. It's important for us to provide all the binary assets and honesty, transparency and observability to what's actually running in that underlying software component. And it's up to us as a software vendor to make that information available. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. Rancher Government Solutions, the leader for securing Kubernetes and cloud-native containerized applications for the U.S. government, has launched Rancher Government Carbide a revolutionary supply chain security solution in response to the increasing threat to the nation's software supply chain. Carbide simplifies Kubernetes security management by providing a better, more standardized way for users to verify and validate that their software is safe and secure. To learn more, visit RancherGovernment.com. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 6.15. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Shana Stulen. Thanks for being with us. Capitol Police Chief Thomas Manger says Fox News host Tucker Carlson has done the nation a disservice. 
In Manger's words, Carlson showed cherry-picked video from calmer moments of the Capitol riot rather than the chaos and violence that erupted that day. Now, Carlson got exclusive access to 41,000 hours of surveillance video from that day from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Last night on his show, Carlson portrayed the event as mostly peaceful and described President Biden and former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi as liars when they called the attack a deadly insurrection. Okay, joining us live is CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane, who's been following this. Hey, Scott, some of the footage shown by Carlson showed that guy that a lot of people remember, the one with the fur hat, the horns and face paint. What was the footage showing? Yeah, that's the QAnon shaman, a man named Jacob Chansley from Arizona, who pleaded guilty to federal charges and is serving time in a federal prison till July. The footage shown by Tucker Carlson last night is actually somewhat similar to other excerpts we've seen in Department of Justice videos that have been shown in open court. There are times on January 6, 2021, Sean and Shana, where some of the defendants are just walking around. There are moments when there's a quiet moment (laughs) but then there's fighting there's brawling there's attacks against police the violence january 6 came in waves it was episodic it wasn't continuous and chuck tucker carlson according to the capitol police chief cherry-picked excerpts to fill a narrative that is just not true Forty-one thousand hours which means you can show anything basically so are, are we learning something new from carlson's presentation or from the folks that you're talking with is it indeed a false impression of what went on that day nothing newsworthy in the excerpt shown last night because what was shown last night was a closed case jacob chansley admitted he breached a police line admitted he riled up the mob with a megaphone and that he walked up to mike pence's desk in the senate chamber and left a potentially threatening note so that's a closed case brian sicknick the capitol officer who died was focused on by tucker carlson last night medical examiner deemed he died of multiple strokes and sicknick's family says he was in perfect health before he was attacked by the mob January 6th. So we're not treading into or plowing into new ground here, but I'll say this, Sean. Um, there are 1,000 January 6th cases. By my count, 300 of them, 300 accused of assaulting police. This is a widespread violent event. Mm, can we switch gears for a moment and talk about tomorrow's hearing uh, in the House on the origins of COVID? What are you hearing about that? Shana, this is where the House Republican majority is launching its now Republican-controlled subcommittee on the COVID pandemic. They're going to begin unequivocally into the Wuhan lab leak theory. That's going to be the start of their investigation. They believe some of the most recent reporting buttresses claims that that's how COVID originated. And they're going to spend time and they're going to spend effort tomorrow digging into that theory at a formal hearing the chairman of that committee, Brad Winstrup of Ohio, tells me he thinks if they get to the bottom of that, we'll be better positioned to prevent a future pandemic. This is where this committee is going in this Republican-led U.S. House. Scott, thanks much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. And that's CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarland. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Two of four Americans are dead after being shot at by gunmen and kidnapped shortly after crossing into northern Mexico last week. The survivors are back on U.S. soil. We'll have more details. Fed Chair Jerome Powell is cautioning interest rates are likely to go up higher than policymakers expected, and it sent 
Stocks tumbling today. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Dave in the WTOP Traffic Center. Volume delays linger on the Beltway in Virginia between 123 and River Road on the Interloop across the Legion Bridge and on the Outer Loop from Van Dorn Street toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge through Alexandria. 66 westbound still heavy near Vienna and Centerville. 95 southbound still slow from Fairfax County Parkway toward 123 Woodbridge. 395 slow both ways between the 14th Street Bridge and 3rd Street Tunnel and southbound south of the Pentagon in the district on I-295. Volume delays southbound between uh, Suitland Parkway and um, Lab Road and northbound on DC 295 between the 11th Street Bridge and Eastern Avenue. In Maryland, portions of 495 still slow near Silver Spring and College Park, along with the Baltimore-Washington Parkway between the Beltway and 32. But on the Parkway, slowdowns come in separate stretches. Although delays are easing at the Bay Bridge, the winds are still uh, kicking, and they actually upgraded to wind restrictions at the Bay Bridge, limited as they are. Uh, tallest trucks might be pulled aside and forced to wait it out. 270 northbound. Congestion between Shady Grove Road and 124 Montgomery Village Avenue. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's go to Storm Team 4 once again. Checking with Amelia Draper. We're in for a cold night on this Tuesday. Gusts up to 30, 35 miles an hour throughout the evening hours with temperatures this evening mainly in the 40s after highs today in the 50s. Clear and breezy overnight tonight with lows in the upper 20s to mid 30s. Sunny and blustery tomorrow with temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s. To date, we're still the warmest year on record. But temperatures really start to cool off Friday into Saturday with some rain later Friday into Saturday morning and the chance for some snow. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. No, my goodness. Well, looking at temperatures now, it's 46 in Rockville, 48 in Ashburn, 49 in District Heights. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, why one family is working so hard to change drug testing policies in our region. It's 621. Remodeling for how you live today. Here's Craig Dorosco, founder of Sun Design Remodeling, sharing how remodeling can bring family and friends together. You know, I think it's evolved over time. The, the kitchen used to be a place where you'd prepare food. You know, I mean, I went into one the other day. The washing machine was right next to the stove, which was right next to the refrigerator on a wall. And then had a couple cabinets and it was a typical kitchen from the 50s and it hadn't been remodeled yet. And it's changed so much where people are actually entertaining in their kitchen. They spend so much time in their kitchen. I mean, it's where people do their homework. They'll prepare food. They'll eat. They'll entertain. They'll play games. They'll work on their laptop working from home. That's really where the kitchen becomes the hub. Is your your? It's the first room you go to when you come in. It's the first room you come down to after you wake up in the morning. Join Sun Design at their remodeled home tour in historic Clifton on March 11th, featuring a kitchen, primary bathroom, and lower level renovation. Visit SunDesignInc.com. That's SunDesignInc.com. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. I gotta try that Febreze car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La 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 la. With us, 40 days of consistency. All over Febreze car clips right on your face. And no, our car's my happy place. Keep a smile on my face. When it smells just right, just right, just right. 
WTOP is a proud sponsor of the 48th Marine Corps Marathon, happening October 29th. Registration is now open for the MCM, MCM 10K, and MCM 50K at marinemarathon.com. Run with purpose on a scenic course passing by Washington, D.C.'s National Monuments and finish with pride at the iconic U.S. Marine Corps War Memorial, where you'll receive your finisher medal from a U.S. Marine. Register today to run with the Marines at the 48th Marine Corps Marathon, October 29th, marinemarathon.com. This is WTOP News. It's 623. A Maryland bill that would expand the attorney general's powers in police investigations, it's moving forward. The bill would give the attorney general independent authorities to prosecute police after investigating officer-involved deaths. It passed initial approval in the House of Delegates. The Senate is expected to vote on it later this week. If it is approved, the legislation would expand part of a package of police reforms passed two years ago. A family is working to change drug testing policies in Maryland after their loved one died from an overdose back in October. Josh Seams died from an overdose on his 31st birthday. His mom and I ended up calling for a wellness check. I found him unresponsive um, and cold on his bathroom floor. His partner Melanie Yates and family are pushing for legislation to require Maryland emergency rooms to test for fentanyl on toxicology screenings. Maryland Delegate Joe Vogel of Montgomery County says more accurate information is required. We need data-driven solutions to this fentanyl overdose epidemic. A majority of Maryland hospitals already do test for fentanyl. But I think this would really honor his memory and save other people's lives. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. Now, how often do you hear about a crash on the BW Parkway when you're listening to traffic on the 8s here at WTOP? Well, the National Park Service is hoping you'll hear about fewer of them in the future. Over 150 signs are getting replaced. More than 30 new signs are coming to the Baltimore-Washington Parkway as it runs from the D.C. line up to Maryland Route 175. The signs will still be the same color, but they'll be much more reflective, aimed at helping nighttime drivers read them easier. The National Park Service is also installing mile markers on the side of the road to make it easier to pinpoint the location of a problem. And existing guardrails on the side of the road will be repaired as well. All that work should be finished sometime this summer. John Dome and WTOP News. This is WTOP. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob Woodfork here on Tag Day in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, the deadline come and gone. NFL quarterbacks dominating the headlines today. Lamar Jackson, the biggest of all, as he gets the non-exclusive franchise tag uh, in Baltimore. The uh, former unanimous MVP is uh, staying on a $32.4 million deal uh, for the 2023 season. But rather than a bunch of teams lining up to negotiate with him, as they now officially have the right to do, there are multiple reports that quarterback needy teams like Atlanta, Carolina, Las Vegas, and yes, even Washington are not pursuing him. So it's a little odd. I don't want to say collusion, but, uh, you know, mm. it's a little fishy. Mm-hmm. In uh, New York, Daniel Jones gets a four-year deal worth a reported $160 million, freeing up the Giants to use the franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. The Jets reportedly in California to talk to Aaron Rodgers about a potential deal 
to bring him to New York. The CAA tournament title game tips off at the ESA at the top of the hour between UNC Wilmington and Charleston. And same start time for the Wizards in Detroit. They're playing the team with the NBA's worst record. That includes a 6-32 and mark against Eastern Conference opponents. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Rob. Coming up after traffic and weather, what we are now learning about that violent kidnapping of four Americans, two of whom were killed. It's 627. The share it with a friend.